grab at those hooves. Inviting me down there on such short notice. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four-thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five-thirty, jazzercise. Six-thirty, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself, loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I bumped the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? Plus, man, in the wintertime, our neighborhood has just got, like, it's just pop, pop every night. That's what you've been saying. Like, you're, yeah, you're talking people, nuts. people try to break into your garage. You've heard, like, gunshots yeah. and stuff. Oh, they successfully did it. Right. Oh, yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah. tried. They didn't try. They did it. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas to you, you sucker. That mower didn't even work. Actually, yeah. it did, and I'm a little sad about it. <laughs> Egg on my face. <laughs> Yeah, you know what you gotta yeah. do. You know what you gotta yeah. do. Any any other chores you want to take off my list, I'll gladly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as you're using that mower on my lawn. If you want to take my trash out, if you if you yeah. want to take my trash out and dump it to crump it, go ahead and do it. Exactly. Because <laughs> sounds and like we're quite... back with the pun. Here <laughs> comes the segue. You, you got yeah. you got ninety nine problems. I feel bad for you, son. You got ninety nine problems, but the Grinch ain't one. Welcome back into the Radcast, everybody. I'm Steven. I'm Matt. I forgot we we forgot to say who we were last week, so I'm sure all of you were lost. Probably we sound very similar. Yeah, exactly. Um, so welcome back into the holiday series of episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed last week where we talked Jingle All the Way. Uh, we mm-hmm. had a blast with our buddies Phil and Dan, yep. and we cannot wait to have them back on. Uh, we mentioned it last week on our new show coming in March called mm-hmm. Sucktastic Cinema. Yep. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll have more information on that. Uh, but we are in the here and now. This week, we are talking those Grinch puns were not just us spouting off at the mouth. That's actually yeah. a reason for it. Um, this week, we welcome another first-time Radcast guest to talk about the Grinch coming to us from his home and wherever he lives. Not his home. Coming to him from a home, yes. from wherever whoever lives. Yeah. Welcoming his first appearance, uh, Grinch fanatic, David Greshamport. Hello, David. Hi, guys. Yeah, <laughs> nice point. I was, I was going to say, it's good. You, you, had, you did a, a hand gesture, and I was like, Give us some more. Come on, we need more. Hi guys. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish you listeners could see it. Yeah, he's such a cute boy. <laughs> but not just not just the Grinch though. We're talking the 2000 Ron Howard masterpiece starring Jim Carrey. Yeah. The live action, mm-hmm. the Grinch, the Grinch How, stole yeah, yeah, Christmas. Yeah, more specifically, it's called How the Grinch Stole Christmas, yeah. which crazy enough, almost a month ago, celebrated. 20 years i can't believe That's it's crazy. been 20 years fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It, it really is it really is a great movie it, it in a sense it is polarizing because there are uh, there's a camp north of people. polarizing yes exactly there's a camp of people who 
don't like it for various reasons. And then there's a camp of people, us included, um, who do like mm-hmm. the Grinch. Um, so let's just jump right in. I would say our guest today likes it more than the both of us combined. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. I'm sure, David, you watch this, what, 10 times a year? Yeah, I'm I'm honored, and I have to say, probably more than ten times a year. Um, this is a this is a, a family film for me. That it 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 just is. Uh, it's a little overwhelming to think about. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I I quoted I quoted more. I probably quote at least one line a day. Yeah, yeah. So, I- can, I can confirm. Yes. Yeah. The three of us have been friends for years. Well, I've been friends with Matt's my whole life, but uh, Matt and I have been it friends. It is your with, honor. Yes, it is. You're yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I, I have been friends. With, just a kid. <laughs> yes, exactly. Matt You're and I have been, we, we babes. Matt yeah. and I have been friends with David for a number of years, and The Grinch was, How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the first thing we ever, the three of us connected on. Um, was it yeah. really? I feel like it probably. Yeah, that and yeah music. a quiz on it. Got a quiz on it. I think the line was <laughs> <laughs> the fires of love. Oh. Uh, but David, the way that the we call these radcast rentals whenever we talk about movies. Um, so what we do kind of at the top of these radcast rentals is I'll give some boilerplate stuff, some information about the movie, and then we dive in talking about it. So David, are you ready? Yeah, hey, I'm ready. Okay, good. good. Yeah, today at work, are you ready to rock and roll? And you, uh, you masterfully quoted the Grinch by saying, "The sun is out and the snows are no." What was it? Are you kidding? The sun is let, out. Let our guests. Okay, yeah. sorry. And the powder's pitching. <laughs> the powder's pitching. Yeah. That's right. It was masterfully done. Yes. But the Grinch, like we said, twenty years ago, November seventeenth, two thousand, directed by Matt mentioned earlier, Ron Howard, uh, who of course. God bless that day. What's up? God bless that day. Yes. Mm. God bless that so day. Be- I. Uh... And it just a, it yeah. was just a week or so out from Thanksgiving 2000, uh-huh. which that's when I was I first saw anything about the Grinch was the E Network did a special uh, yeah. on it, and I watched it that morning right uh, right before my mom uh, changed it to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And you're like, hey, I was watching the Cat in the Hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, any specific memories to that day, David? November 17th, 2000. Nope. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> well, this is going to be wonderful. Um, <laughs> starring Jim Carrey as the Grinch, Taylor Momsen as Cindy Lou Who, Jeffrey Tambor as Mayor Mayhew, Christine Baranski as Martha May, Huvier, Bill Irwin as Lou Who, who is also one of the Mr. Noodles. Not in this movie, but on Sesame Street. Yeah. Um, Molly Shannon as Betty Lou Who, Clint Howard as Hubris, and Anthony Hopkins as the narrator. It made $345 million on $123 million budget. Highest grossing Christmas movie since Home Alone. And, uh, That's right. David, when was the first time, because this is a, a holiday staple, it has been since you were younger, when was the first time you watched this movie? I watched the movie in 2000 and, goodness, maybe 2001 mm-hmm. was my first time watching it. Yeah, it was also like I was always obsessed with watching all like the claymation and then yeah. like the um, like I loved Tom and Jerry so much. Oh yeah, when I saw when I saw original like Chuck Berry stuff. Ben, Chuck Berry. Chuck, Chuck Jones. Jones. Berry. <laughs> Chuck, What's that? Is it Chuck Jones? When I saw original Chuck Berry, man, <laughs> man those bathroom when I saw tapes. Chuck, when I saw Chuck Jones and 
his name attached to anything, I was like, oh, I have to watch that. And so yeah. I remember growing up and watching The Grinch as a kid and being like, oh my goodness, this is so, like, this is so up my alley. That's the yeah. kind of cartoons I like. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard about that movie coming out, and I was like, wait, it's a full-length, like, yeah. long movie? How do they yes. do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how do they even do And I'm pretty sure I asked for that movie, and, you know, I was like, I guess 10 or 11 mm-hmm. when it, or 10 when it came out. Yeah. And so I was like, I kept asking for the movie on like for Christmas and yeah. nobody would get it for me. I was like, okay. So at first I'm just like waiting for the movie to actually air on, on TV so I could see it. But yeah, I was young. Yeah. You, you should have said y- y'all a bunch of Grinches. <laughs> yeah. How hard is it to give me this V? Just, just give me the movie. Can't we go to blockbuster? <laughs> exactly. How hard is it? <laughs> blockbuster uh, you're wearing your blockbuster here, shirt too. i Steven. am r.i.p blockbuster um 2001 from the future it does not exist <laughs> <laughs> what uh speaking of 2001 you say how do you rent your movies yeah um i'd say 2001 was about the first time we watched it like thanksgiving yeah. to like the like the next year because we went to our grandparents house mm-hmm. And um, our aunt was talking about like the movie, they, and we watched like, it. They had it. Yeah, they yeah. are. Like, and, yeah, and she's like, she's like, I saw this in theaters, and it was so funny. And I remember watching it and like laughing mm-hmm. almost the whole time. Yeah. So I was like, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why, because we watched it a few hours ago, just kind of freshen up. And uh, I was like. Not the stuff I laughed at when I was a kid, I still laugh at, and then I pick up on like kind of the adult, yeah, humor too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the beauty of it. It's kind of it's kind of timeless and ageless. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it's just you know, it, it when you're a kid, you're completely infatuated with it, and like the world visually, yeah, it's all really funny. But then it's also like, oh my gosh, there's so many puns as you're like getting like you're coming yeah. up. Like like when they're talking about how the Grinch came to be and like they're all the all the babies float down on Pendercellas or whatever and yeah. like he like bumps into one of the other kids and has an evil laugh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then one of the kids lands like, Honey, our baby's here. He looks just like your boss. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that as a kid. Yeah, and then the key part, like when they're dropping the keys. Yeah, it's like that's what that's a swingers party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and honestly, I'd be concerned if you did pick up on that as a kid. Right, (laughs) exactly. All I remember is our sister being like, "This is not good for a kids movie." Like she was, she was old enough to pick up on it. Yep. But I remember being like, "Ah, ah, (laughs) I've seen worse in the Red Shoe Diaries." <laughs> but I mean, you mentioned like visually, it appeals. It it still appeals now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that kind of catches you as a kid because it's very like big. It's a huge world, opulent, yeah. whimsical, and it's just it's a kind. It's a cool like you know surrealist depiction of you know wh- the very little we see of Whoville in the the book and then the 1966 Boris Karloff cartoon. Um, so it's just cool to see the world that Ron Howard created mm-hmm. and just to kind of be, it, it's so big and immersive and you're just kind of from the word go when you're sucked into that snowflake yeah. and then now you see this big decked out Christmas town. Like they mentioned, you know, who, you know, the who's loved Easter and, you know, Arbor Day or Labor mm-hmm. Day or whatever day was pleasant. 
um, every fizz pheasant day they ate a fizz pheasant. Yeah. Like it's it's great that they have that stuff, but it's re- it's really it's that Christmas world that mm-hmm. you want to be a part of in the Grinch. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I think that I think that a big part of like that world that he created was like. Uh, you know, it, it, it's so unknown at first, yeah. and you're like, so you're kind of full of like wonder for the story and where it's gonna go. Um, but it's it's really like inviting. So it like pretty pretty quickly after it starts, you start to kind of like warm up to the you know, but you stop you stop looking at people with whatever they have in their mouth to make them look like a who, yeah, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. you start to like welcome in, you know, that different world. I think that's what's pretty fun about it. Exactly. It's a it's really you know, it's really immersive. Mm-hmm. You know, all 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 these buildings have a specific abstract design to them and and you know, there's art pieces that do the same and even mm-hmm. like the shape of Mount Crumpet and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It it emulates the book in a lot of those visual ways, but then like amplifies it yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um and I think yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of crazy. It's like it's almost like they take it further than 3D, you right? Know? Like exactly. They take those images off the book, but then they like almost let you walk around them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's yeah, I mean, to to really put you in this because, I mean, obviously, you know, the cartoon is 2D and it, and it mm-hmm. look and it's like David said, it's Chuck Jones and it looks great. Yeah. Um, especially like Chuck Berry. You know, yeah, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Berry. Chuck yeah. Berry presents Chuck cool. Jones. Yeah, Grinchy be good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you know, with Tom, Tom and Jerry, and and Looney Tunes, and Chuck Jones, and the the number of things, the Jetsons, like mm-hmm. all these cartoons, it looks like of the time. But it's great because you're like, okay, how do I like do this world? Mm-hmm. And you exaggerate it because there yeah. are those images, like like Mount Crumpet. You see kind of the 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 curve in yeah. the top of it, and like you do that. But like you said, you, they did everything to the nth degree, yeah. which is great. Um, and you know that's that's a really good point too because you know on most of those if if like somebody has like if you're watching something that was kind of remade there's there's some, like the Looney Tunes stuff yeah um there's there's moments where they try uh, I'd say even even Space Jam there's yeah. moments where they try and they they make an actual person have those characteristics yeah. that you know eyes pop out tongue comes you know whatever and it's kind of a disconnect and I feel, feel like they had a super good balance on the mm-hmm. to where, oh know, yeah animated uh, but also having it still like lifelike it was, yeah it was definitely accessible yeah mm-hmm. most of it is like practical effects and practical yeah. sets and stuff like that and like even uh, the tiny person coming out of the bell of a trombone like that was yeah, an that actual was very tiny real. person yeah yeah i don't yeah, think it down to, down to even when the uh I, I think they spent all their budget honestly they probably spent it a little bit too soon it was on that scene that he was it's gonna work <laughs> that's so good <laughs> of, explosion of all all the scenes like we were sitting like (laughs) quoting this whole movie and we were laughing at stuff but that's the one that still like makes me just bust a gut and laugh out loud (laughs) just how absurd it is because it's so manic and chaotic and then Mm -hmm. you set it down with like typical building action music yeah and it's just it's just it's a completely random explosion Mm -hmm. um but like it's i swear Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go keep ahead. going. Please, keep please. going. I yes. Swear, I swear Jim Carrey was like, come on, can't we do a Die Hard movie? And right. Give him that. You know, I just, I just see him 
begging for it at that point. It's like, it's like, well, it's, it's the cherry on top of this like bedlam that's going on. Like at, during, you know, the holiday cheermeister stuff and during the hubilation, like the Grinch is brought down with all the best intentions by Cindy Lou who, um, who, which I, and I'll get into it further kind of here in a second, but I love how they take, um, they take like the, all, one of the sweeter moments, I guess, mm-hmm. although it was kind of a facade, like in the 66 cartoon where the Grinch is like sweet to Cindy Lou who, and they take this little like innocent character and create like a plot around her, yeah. like un unfurling this, this dimension to mm-hmm. the Grinch. Um, I, you know, of the best intentions, she, she nominates him to be the holiday cheermeister and she, he comes down, but you know, the rest of the town, especially Mayor May, who has ulterior motives, he's like, yeah, of course we'll accept the Grinch. He, oh, he did show up. You're right, Cindy. And then it's all to embarrass him. So he yeah. goes on this rampage and the it's all. The gift of a Christmas shave. Yeah, <laughs> the gift of a Christmas shave. Um, and uh, it also has the pucker up and kiss at Hovell. But it's it's all. Um, the cherry on top of that whole scene of anarchy from the Grinch is that is that massive explosion, almost yeah. needless, but it's just it's just funny to further exaggerate the scene. I think um, I think why I like this movie so much is why it's so divisive is because they make the Grinch sympathetic uh-huh. and they give him like a layered backstory which helps you understand why he has such disdain for mm-hmm. the Who's. And it paints the Who's as, you know, Christmas. It's the cult of Christmas. It's this mm-hmm. materialistic view. And Christmas is gifts. And it's and it's it's the decorations. Mm-hmm. And it's the... the presents, the, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the pomp. Yeah. Presents, I suppose. <laughs> it's, it's the pomp and circumstance. And I like that this movie fleshed that out with the Who's. Mm-hmm. And I like that it gave us, like, from an early age, Grinch kind of saw through that. And mm-hmm. when he tried to yeah. indulge in it and impress Martha May when they were young, it backfired and he mm-hmm. got made fun of. So right. I like that yeah. there's a perfectly justifiable reason that he doesn't like these people yeah. and he doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. Down down to earth moment here. Yeah. It was probably the first thing as a kid that I started seeing like and noticing what materialism was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I learned it from the Grinch. Every you know every every year thinking like okay have like all these presents I need to get for people all this stuff mm-hmm. that I need to, and I would get overwhelmed with the idea of man I like all the stuff that needs to happen mm-hmm. um, but it being literally just like a consuming like I have to get this gift I have to get this gift mm-hmm. I have to do this yeah. like also what am I going to get you know like you're right. stressing about that stuff during the season yep exactly and I feel like that I would watch that movie actually like as a younger kid just because like it would help me kind of calm down and like slow down and live that like live that holiday in a different perspective oh yeah and i'm glad you mentioned that because that's why i i like that it's so it it was so impressionable Mm -hmm. to you the the fact that they took someone like cindy lou who who you know you mentioned you as a kid we are the we are the the main i guess people who indulge in the presence and Mm -hmm. it's all about gifts and the fact that they used a little girl who is usually the recipient of that sort of a stigma and they make her kind of curious and question the motives of this town she grew up in and you know wh- what her parents tell her about mm-hmm. how great Christmas is it's like well what is Christmas like mm-hmm. why it's you know they're not telling the story through this like socially conscious jaded adult character they're telling it 
through a kid. Yeah. And plus the innocence uh, and like pure heartedness of trying to understand the Grinch. Yeah. And, and like try and basically get, understand him and get him to help her find this yeah. meaning of Christmas through his personal experience, I think was a very good angle. I think, um, I think it's, it's two characters who challenge the status quo of what Whoville has created over what, 150 years, like the 150, like Hubilation or whatever, yeah. however long it's been going on according to the movie. And, the Grinch, from a cynical point of view, he sees through all of it. Mm-hmm. All like you, you had said, pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. He sees through all the the materialism. He sees through all the hubbub of it. Cindy Lou sees through it, but she sees through it from like a curiosity, from an innocence of there has to be more to it. What yeah. is there more? The Grinch doesn't see there is. So it's it that makes it even sadder when like like you had mentioned, he makes this present for Martha May as a kid because fires of love yeah exactly <laughs> oh my oh, christmas <laughs> what a lovely family <laughs> <laughs> the thing is the shot of him as baby grinch it just it just opens up in a shot and he's just burping <laughs> can we just for a moment think about how they perfectly casted the young grinch it's yeah just yeah. incredible it's a, a like it's like a twenty-year-old dwarf actor. I I recognize. I I knew that casting yeah. because our mom was a big soap opera watcher ever mm-hmm. since I can remember, and he was on like Days of Our Lives or yeah. Guiding Light or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just funny because that was an adult, but he play he played like a child so yeah. well. But it's just funny because his high pitch like, heirloom, yeah. like almost like a Brooklyn accent. That was so awesome. He yeah. just oh, God bless him. God, God rest no in longer peace. with us. Yeah, he yeah. passed away two years after the movie was released. Um, but God it, still bless him. Yeah, God still, still bless him. He's at God's right hand right now, <laughs> <laughs> looking at God's rings, saying, "What a lovely family heirloom." Because <laughs> <laughs> God wears rings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but when. The thing is, he he sees Martha May as a crush on him, and one the funny one of the funniest parts to me is they're in like the classroom before he starts making this gift for her, like in a flashback. Because Cindy Lou Who's trying to like get the skinny on the Grinch and like yeah. why he hates Christmas, because she's the only one who's curious about him. Everybody else yeah. has written him off, and they're learned they've been taught to write off mm-hmm. the Grinch. But Cindy Lou Who's like, why? Like, why do we hate the Grinch? So she wants to get a backstory on him. She wants to get a read on this green guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's interviewing all these people, and one of them is, you know, Mayor Mayhu and Martha May, because they were in the same class mm-hmm. as the Grinch. And uh, so in the Did flash, I have a, a crush on the Grinch. Why, of course not. <laughs> I didn't ask you that. <laughs> That's so great. On the Grinch? I, I, I didn't ask you that. That's, that was a great delivery by Taylor Momsen. Yeah. I, I didn't ask you that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but like, he, going back to, like, he sees through all of it, and when she's like, I just love Christmas, the red and the green, and he's like, oh. But, like, when she decides to love Christmas and he, like, rolls his eyes. Yeah, so, like, even, gag, yeah. even as a, at a young age, he, like, sees through it. But he tries to assimilate because he likes Martha May yeah. and he wants to make her a gift. And then... Hanging around the Christmas tree. <laughs> the Christmas song. <laughs> Christmas song. <alcohol. laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Have a lot of 
Firecrackers. This, Christmas the soundtrack's time. really good on this movie yeah. too. Well, yeah, we'll get to that here in yeah. a second because that plays into it as well. Um, but uh, so he, tr- he as try as he may to try and like be to like Christmas, mm-hmm. he's still rejected by his most of his class. Yeah. Which props to Martha May for not laughing at him. Um, I could hardly bear it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually like. <laughs> I, that, that part actually makes me sad because like that's like the final straw for him he's like i've tried i know i look different i get made fun of for mm-hmm. looking different i've tried to fit in but you all still won't accept me yeah so it's just there's this point and james horner does the score and there's this point in the score it's where it's like this like hanging dissident string part mm-hmm. and there's a shot of like past martha may as a kid like picking up the gift like he's like grinch has just gone ballistic and thrown a christmas tree and left brushing it off yeah yeah oh yeah and like martha may picks up the gift that um he made her and she has like a tear going down her eye and then you get the shot of old like it wasn't a real tear but come on yeah okay (laughs) it was visine a little movie magic here she Uh didn't really cry that's where the rest of the budget went that, run, that boy, run to the sink and splash your face. That boy didn't wasn't really covered in green yak fur. Yes. <laughs> um, but then it goes to like Christine Baranski, current day Martha May, and she has this. She's like just this distant look on her face as the strings what hang. Could have been. Yeah, so, and yeah. then yeah. you know it goes back to like little Grinch, like whimpering and sniffling and like saying, "You know, I hate Christmas. I hate it." And then it's like him all alone by himself on Mount Crumpet oh, for the. What a- transforming you know part where he's up on that you know up on the mountain yeah and you know and it just time goes by Mm -hmm. exactly and you know he experienced just that it's like it's like those moments that you were talking about that it it just translates so quickly Mm -hmm. but it's also in like slow motion yeah exactly tells tells the story of you know what we've missed yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah so for that brief moment Jim Carrey, who at this point has been super animated, yeah. super Jim Carrey, he's just standing in isolation while mm-hmm. the cold, you know, whips around him, and he's that lonely little boy that's mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. yeah, and Jim, it's like I think, like we did with Batman Forever, like lest we forget Jim Carrey's performance in this, because oh, yeah. going back to like bringing dimension and bringing like life to the animation. He he acts as if he were a cartoon character. Yeah, he yeah. like um David, you know Jeremy and Jess Weed, right? Like, yeah. Not right. Like you you do you do know them. They're another group of people who we love this movie and talk about this movie and watch this movie with and quote this movie with. And they like they love the visuals as well. They love how over the top it is. But I think what all of us agree on, us three and then them, and then a lot of people who like this movie, is Jim Carrey's theatrical performance, yeah. you know, in the facials and in, you know, the physicality of what he does and then the little, uh, the improvisation and the offhand remarks he makes. Yeah. It's just, it's so memorable and it's what really sells the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very striking. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like, in order for him to get into that character, I mean, I think there's literally only one scene which I would like to even ask if you could come up with a scene where it really, you can hear it's Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, does, does that ring a bell? It, yeah, it's, uh, it's I think it's the male scene to where he's like, jury mm-hmm. duty, jury duty. And he's like, yee! I actually think it's when when he's down with 
uh, like with the who's down and he says that's what it's always been about oh, yes. like, okay I, yes i feel like that is like the moment where you're like oh that's like that's really jim carrey i feel like that's the only point in the movie that you're really like that he's that he's a little bit more in the jim carrey world than he is in yeah. the actual grinch which is amazing because mm-hmm. he made that i mean that whole thing is um and when he's in the middle of singing that song he says uh uh, your heart's an empty hole. Yeah, exactly. like, leaving out the yeah, the, I think that one too. But you know, that's that's theatrical singing. That's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, that's a good point. Like because mm-hmm. I you, mean, you barely you like you, you're so into it that you don't you've even seen recognize. it so many times. You mm-hmm. know it's Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. so your brain's kind of trying to right. pick out the Jim Carreyism, Jim Carreyisms yeah. in there. But if you watch it first, second, you know, if, if you just kind of suspend your disbelief, yeah, it's very, he made that his own. Mm-hmm. You mentioned line improvisationals or improvisations. Jim Carrey improved so many like comedic lines mm-hmm. in this movie. And, yeah. and just like the, from the small stuff to the, to, to like larger it's delivery. It's because I'm green, isn't it? It's yeah. because I'm green, isn't it? And also, I wonder if it was his decision to break the fourth wall, further pulling in the audience mm-hmm. to his performance, because he does it several times. Yeah. Speaking of Jim Carrey improvisations, one of my favorite scenes as a kid, which is still one of my favorite scenes, is when he's getting ready for the the cheermeister. He's getting ready to go mm-hmm. down, and and like he <laughs> he he's he's like, it's not a dress, it's a kilt. Sicko. Sicko. And then he he, he he when he goes to make the dress. He rips the the tablecloth off the table, and when he pulled it off, he he was supposed to knock everything down like first try. Clean sweep. Yeah. And all the all this tin and everything just falls right back in place perfectly. Yeah, exactly. He gets upset about it. He gets upset about it. Goes back to the table and smashes everything around all clumsily and walks off. That was complete improv because that that first yank he was supposed to take all of it down. But Jim Carrey just so happened to do it perfectly, and so he like he j- he jumps back in the scene and messes it up. So that was a great <laughs> improv. Yeah. And one thing that still is funny to me and is totally like animated Jim Carrey is when he hears the yodeler out on the cliff, and he goes and like yanks him in, and he's wearing his like later hosing. He's like, mmm. Yeah. Ah. Mmm. Nope. That's, that's it. I'm not going. going. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just, you know, back to like his also his facials because he's got a rubber face like the, yeah. the big kind of rectus grin the Grinch has. Mm-hmm. That's Jim Carrey. It's not prosthetics. Yeah. Which makes sense. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Um, which speaking of. He's still, be, he's still in recovery for that, but he's yeah. doing a great job. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Speaking of having. What'd you say? Those smiles. I mean, oh, in order to get. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's. It's like it's like the Joker. Like mm-hmm. it, it's you said, rubber face. Yeah. Um. Speaking of like makeup and prosthetics, a there was like a thousands of man hours put into like just his makeup mm-hmm. and it's everybody really. Yeah. To make him look like oh, the it's, it's true. Yeah. Um. But David, I heard it was like every time he had to every time he had to get the outfit on, it was over eight hours of yeah for them to get him mm-hmm. ready. Yeah. Which is crazy. And he, he actually had to, he studied with like an actual like CIA operative taught him like torture yeah, resistance techniques. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to like deal mentally with it. Mm-hmm. 
My question um, to you, David. So we mentioned, like I mentioned earlier, Jeremy and Jess, who have been on the show several mm-hmm. times. Um, they pose the question. They they like to like pose, you know, with stuff that we all like. You know, this performance was great, but who do you think could do this? So who do you think they were like? Pose this to David. Don't prompt. Like don't set him up. Uh, beforehand so it's right on the spot so they want you to fumble and fuddle with your words yeah uh, so they're out to get you um <laughs> so who do you think would be a good live action grinch if it wasn't jim carrey you know you mentioned um you mentioned um who else you had on the show and i know this is my first time but uh, I do believe the girl mentioned a check. <laughs> the exactly. child yes. mentioned um, a check. No, I didn't. Mentioned a check. <laughs> um, I think. Okay, so I thought you were going to just ask me: Is there any role that I would have, or that I would have cast somebody else as? But you're just saying: Is there somebody else that could have played the Grinch? Hey, yeah. you can uh, answer it however you want. Like if if you. Oh if, man. Yeah, you're the I, guest. I think it'd be it'd be another thing to try to you'd have to reimagine the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's kind of like it's like iconic people that mm-hmm. you know that stick out to you that like like if you think about a Will Smith movie. Yeah. Can you like picture anybody else besides Will Smith playing Will Smith? Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's really difficult to you know like to say like are there other funny people that are um you know revolutionary and yeah um you know their films well yeah there there definitely are but i have it yeah i'd have a pretty hard time i think trying to come up with somebody yeah. that would be as like ornery right and, like balanced and like emotionally tied to the story mm-hmm. um as you know jim carrey can be when he's in character I guess who who like the the what you th- originally thought the prompting was is there who who would you have cast in this movie as any other character? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, probably this the guy that says, "Hey, that's my good stuff." <laughs> I, actually, he's probably one of the best. So, uh, <laughs> that's my good. Stuff. Whatever his name is, God bless him too. Merry Christmas, sir. Yeah, yeah. Rance Howard, uh, who's also dead. Yeah. Oh man, Ron Howard's well, dead. I'm like, I'm like blessing the dead, I guess. <laughs> God bless the dead. God bless the dead. Is I, Tupac I like said. praying yeah. them out of purgatory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you, we do what we can. So you're saying he would play the Grinch? <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, that's not. <laughs> that's why I got stopped. <laughs> that would be that would be the only thing he said as the Grinch. Uh huh. He didn't yeah. rhyme at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he just it, looked. He looked, and the narrator read for him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, I think. I think. I think it's perfectly fine to be at a loss and just. It's like you yeah. said; they'd have to reimagine because there's this their there, take on this character. Yeah, it's it'd be yeah. a different flavor, and like mm-hmm. it, it'd be like Tim Burton. Just as an as an example, Tim Tim Burton plays it. No, Tim Burton <laughs> originally wanted to do The Grinch, and his story would have been darker and kind of more. Like, sinister kind of like almost like dark comedy instead of like silly goofy yeah. off the wall Grinch with like maybe like a touch of sinister yeah. his would have been like full on like drippy sinis- goth Christmas yeah like drip like yeah, I almost said drippy like a, a dash of comedy yeah. underneath let's, let's say that let's say Tim Burton did it because yeah. I think I'd love that movie right sure like, I think I would love if Tim Burton did it 
um, I think it wouldn't be as like quotable. No, I think it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Yeah, like it wouldn't be as kind of like accessible as friendly for like kids to watch mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah. And get, like that same thing you were saying we liked about it is like you know we saw it as a kid and it was hilarious and it was you mm-hmm. know constantly something something like whatever the next thing is it was really entertaining. Yeah. But then you're as you're an adult and you're like oh man there's a lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> things that you're like missing whether whether or not he's getting launched into situations uh, right right next to people or not you know it's um, yeah, it's it, it just kind of is enticing to watch no matter what like age group you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus like a Tim Burton take because Tim Burton did kind of imagine this live action and yeah. like you said, it was going to be dark, but also the Grinch was going to do more like um, more despicable like mal- malicious things. things. Yeah. Not like I mean, sure he, he not he, like funny and he, goofy and when, playful. When he goes yeah. down to Whoville for the first time, we see. Um, when he gives those kids the the saw and like make sure you run real fast with like move 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 like he gives them the saw double time <laughs> double time like sure Let's he go. he does like malicious things but it's it's like silly it's Jim it's it's silly Jim Carrey where mm-hmm. you know and yeah. I could have easily seen like I don't know Johnny Depp play the Grinch in a Tim Burton mm-hmm. movie he's got yeah. the range and he can do voices but I don't know if yeah Rango Rango. Yeah, yeah. Rango, yeah. that's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. But I don't know. I feel like it would have, I mean, the prosthetics probably would have been good, but they probably would have been, I could see them being fairly frightening, mm-hmm. like especially if you're doing like a Tim Burton yeah. kind of Grinch, which I'm glad we you didn't know, get. I think one of the hardest the hardest scenes in that movie that makes me think that it would have had to be, would have had to have been somebody just like Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. It's like, that moment where um, he like the scenes like spinning around and he has this laugh. He's preparing, yeah. preparing for like getting into his Santa suit, his Santa lookalike suit. Yeah, and you know it's just that all those really weird laughs that are going around while his head's spinning. Yeah, it's just uh, you know it, it. It's only Jim Carrey that can do it. Yeah, yeah. my uh, uh, brother-in-law he he giggles so hard every time he hears like a certain laugh from him it's the one that's just like it, it's it's just so embarrassing i can't even it, <laughs> he, he has like three just, that he cycles through like, when he's like it's all spinning and his face is just like so animated yeah as it's spinning around the circle it's like i just look over at adam and he's just crying because <laughs> like and i'm like that's the part that gets you <laughs> but it's yeah. but when uh because the third act of the movie starts to mirror mm-hmm. the because everything up to this point is all is almost all original yeah. Um, to kind of flesh out the Grinch, to kind of um, how do you, how do you tie in Cindy Lou and how she, and, you know how she's feeling about Christmas? How does she tie into the Grinch? And that they develop kind of like a, a like a fun relationship turns into like a sweet relationship. Yeah. Um, but Cindy Lou, what are you doing up there? Yeah. Um, but then when she's like telling about the cheer, I love when she's telling about like how he's like won a major award and he like, she, it's like her. And then he quickly bolts into the shot and like catches her, right? Like grabs her, but like catches her right before she's about to hit the ground. He like catches her. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then she'll say me. A winner. Oh, <laughs> um, but like in the third act, you see him start to 
like a that town full of losers. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's, but but then, I feel like also we kind of talked about that. That's so important because he's just like you know he's the outcast, but he's also the lovable character, and yeah. all these other people judged him, and he's like a town full of losers. I like it. Yeah, he's goofy and silly, like because. He's not really sinister and, and intimidating because when he's trying to scare Cindy Lou, he he's he's like oh he's like oh, I'm 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 before I kill. He like again. puts on a random white T-shirt. I'm a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a psycho. Yeah. He's like, uh, but then <laughs> maybe you need today, so desensitized by movies and television. What do you want? <laughs> but then yeah, that love- whole scene's great. And we first see his his lair. Um, like I love how there's this there's this part where he seems like he's psycho. Like I'm a psycho. Where like he's psycho. Where his his outgoing is if you try to call me, I'll hunt you down and cut you like a fish. But he's like, if you try to get a hold of me, just fax me. Like that moment of levity. Like yeah, that's it's so great. It's so funny that they present kind of this scary yeah um this scary moment with like mm-hmm. the Grinch, but then like it's counterbalance with like levity to where it's yeah. like okay this person's like not scary yeah which is great yeah. but um but nine o'clock solve world hunger <laughs> tell nobody um <laughs> uh, but um i'll i'll go back to the last act let's go to the hubilation scene because that's uh, uh, Hubilation, Hubilation. Oh, like we briefly mentioned it when he's like running from the exploding car but that's another moment to where like he finally kind of relents and tries to assimilate and then a similar thing happens oh, yeah. to where like he gets like he gets brought down to be embarrassed. Yeah. Which, but, which David, did you notice in the sack race scene in slow mo when he pushes the kid? He's like, "Excuse me." Yeah, yeah. it's like, so loud. Like, how did you miss it? But I have missed it. <laughs> I, I, I do love that. That made me laugh so much as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, chariots of fire comes in. No and, child can beat the grave. And I slap out. Excuse me, um, but it's just that's just so funny when like they're like they're trying to fill him up with all this fudge mm-hmm. and this pudding, pudding, this pudding. <laughs> this is not pudding. Like, what is it? Yeah, yeah. So, hey, mine's good too. Um, he's like, is that all you got? Is that all you got? Um, but that whole scene is just funny mm-hmm. when he comes down and uh, and. Uh, like they're so put off by him. Like yeah. that's the first time some of those people have seen the Grinch and he like, they're oh, all like yeah. gasping and he's like, boo. And they all like jump back and he's like, Oh, tough crowd, tough crowd. Yeah. Tough crowd. Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, you know, and I think maybe that's what is so kind of brilliantly done with this. It's like, it's the, the movie is like interwoven with all of those, like the outcast and, yeah. um, you know, whether, whether you want to call it like, bullying actually i think he was the receiver of that bullying yeah. from you know a lot of characters so it's like it's kind of opposite of what you would kind of expect but but they they like put the they put him in situations multiple times throughout the movie mm-hmm. so there's like stages of ups and downs yeah um you know that that are it, you know it's not just like one time something happens right. which is i think what just makes you um, like it keeps you on your toes when you're watching. Yeah, it. Like, for sure. Oh, oh, I was, I was like really, like rooting for him, or I thought he was. They were like treating him nicely, and then all of a sudden they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Balancing. 
Oh, yeah. Like, you get a snapshot of, oh, man, the Grinch isn't that good. But then you get a snapshot of of Whoville and how they're acting. And you're like, oh, man, I completely, they're, he grew up in this and they, Mm -hmm. he's this outcast because they outcast him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. He comes, you know, as a baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, in his own Pumbersella. Yeah, exactly. Like, shows up on that, on that door and you're like crying, like in, you know, every every baby would, and then the next scene is those lovely ladies. Are you two still living? Oh, yeah, those ladies, like you know, on on their doorstep, and they um, start feeding him Christmas cookies, yeah. and then he wants the, the you know, and so he's like got this little like he bites Santa's head off, yeah. and you know is purring while he's eating it, which is hilarious. <laughs> I never, I never noticed, noticed that. that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not no. That. Oh man, I I. I I wish every time I hear it, I just start laughing so hard. <laughs> he's like burning while he's comforted by eating the glass that Santa had, you know, had Santa's face on. Yeah. It. Uh, but at the same time, like, and you know, and all that, it's just at that point, he's just like a little mischievous, you know, yeah. like top or whatever, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, at, at, at that time. Um, but that's kind of all you get. The rest of it is just like, Oh, he's just kind of like a lonely outcast, mm-hmm, but yeah. he's, he, he isn't like super mischievous at that point. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. He's just trying to like fit in. Yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. And like both times he's tried to, like like we had mentioned, he just the he's nobody's accepting him. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to have somebody like you see Martha May, like she like she loves him, um, and she didn't talk bad about him. And then Cindy Lou, who's trying to get through to him, um, and because of what happened at the Hubilation, the third act starts and we start to see where it picks up with the animated movie and the book. So we start to see it mirror kind of what happened in the book and in the animated movie. Um, But what I like about this one is the first hour and change, we get this buildup so that, okay, now we're seeing what we're familiar with. If we're familiar with the cartoon, which the cartoon just starts off with the Grinch hating the who's and really like you, as I got older, I was like, like is the only reason he hates the who's is because like okay yeah they're obnoxious about christmas but he hates them because his 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 shoes are too tight and his Mm -hmm. head isn't screwed on right and his heart is too you know two sizes too small Mm -hmm. so like it's like it's great for that and we accept it that way but i'm just like i like the jim carrey one because i mean it paints more of a picture like we've mentioned all throughout this episode it paints a picture of the grinch so when we get what we're familiar with and and the part the the great part towards like the surreal like he where we start to see him like quote unquote stealing christmas mm-hmm. and like there's some really really funny moments in there including him like the uh, maniacal laughing like those parts but then when we ultimately get the payoff he slunk to the fridge or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and, and and plus when he's when he's building himself up as santa that's great because you get the you're a mean one mr grinch that classic part um and i love the part that i love is in the in the animated movie it's just kind of a a one-off just a part of like the reading boris karloff was doing where he said you know and he he laughed in his throat and but we just see the scene go on um but then boris karloff yeah frankenstein's monster yes um but then we get in this movie i think they like kind of poke fun at that because they're like how do you laugh in your throat so it's like and he and he laughed in his throat he's like like, (laughs) that's just a great like that might be another jim carrey moment there too yeah (laughs) which which would be awesome because it's just it begs you you read it 
because it's in this script, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you read it as like, how do you laugh in your throat? So it's great that he kind of like, yeah, he kind of like that. He <laughs> just as like one of those, it's just a, like a one-off like yeah. side thing. Um, but then ultimately at the end of all this, you know, you get him like it's it, the way they, they represent his heart growing is it's yeah. like literally like pumping out of his chest and he like throws himself back as if he's like having a heart attack yeah. and you get the max i love you um and, and, I'm leaking. and i'm leaking um but then like it's great to see the sun coming up and like the sled's starting to go down and he's he goes to save it because he thinks he's saving it because it's all the who's things mm-hmm. and he wants to give their stuff back and he's like oh, it's, it's just presents right <laughs> and then cindy lou's up there because she's up there because she's like you know it's christmas nobody yeah. should be alone on christmas and that's where like that's like this that's the moment that like in the last couple of years has kind of made me choke up a little yeah. bit because it's just it's yeah, great it's the sweet sc- yeah. the score tied in there and it's just i don't know it it's it's it makes the payoff and the grinch's retribution mm-hmm. and i and the triumphant ending much better to me because yeah. you had the first hour 20 building up to that sure. yeah yeah building the, the the understanding of these characters mm-hmm. i think i think matt and i probably every other week or at least at least once we'll quote that no 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 what are you doing up there yeah just for the listeners just for the listeners reference the three of us work together yeah and david and i work like directly next to each right. other so it's a problematic it's it's a yeah. There's it's a good thing there's no like people directly around us because we probably quote the Grinch once mm-hmm. a day. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then you know the end of the movie. Um, I think I like because in the cartoon again right off the bat you get the you know fa who is yeah. So it's it just shows the it it shows the who's as like. You know, oh, our gifts are gone. We don't care. Yeah, at the beginning, because like you get that, but it's mixed in with like you mm-hmm. know the amantas of them with their with their like the Grinch is saying yeah. you know I hate all their flash flounders and all this stuff, but muck muck muck, yeah, uh, and all this <laughs> stuff to where you're seeing oh maybe they're materialistic, but then it doesn't really justify why the Grinch doesn't like them because they seem like a happy people because yeah. they're like singing hand in hand around the Christmas tree. Um, but you don't get that till the end of this movie mm-hmm. to show that there's a turn in the who's as well. Yeah. That, you know, they're fine. You know, they realize Christmas is about being around your loved ones. You get to see, you see their reaction. To yeah. The yeah even, even after the whole, like the, the town um, tree is burned down. Burn baby. Burn. <laughs> burn. Yeah. Even after the tree goes down and everybody's just gasping, and then they're like, "Hey, good thing we got a backup." Yeah, <laughs> they're relentless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's just um, it. I like that we get to see their actual reaction. Yeah. To like, and then see them as a people turn, mm-hmm. and then you see the Grinch's redemption, and then it's connected. Now together. they like. Yeah, it's quite powerful. Because in you know the car- like the cartoon, it's it's kind of like they're one mind, and yeah. they kind of they kind of all move together, which I think is powerful for yeah. what the cartoon was trying to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I I think you're right with like Cindy Lou and how they were, were able to kind of give her a free mind, like mm-hmm. an open mind, is what made you start thinking about all those people as individuals. Yeah, um, you know, when when you, when you gave them their own kind of voice, um, you know, Martha May. Um, when you give them their own voice, it like really changed the 
it changed the perspective. It like it helped you see like oh other people like cared for him, and yeah. if he would have had that, like it, you know my mind would always go like if he would have had that the whole time, man he would have been like just the like he would have been completely loved by everybody, yeah. uh, accepted by everyone. It would have been like a whole different story, which I also probably still would have watched because you yeah. know he's hilarious. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I always kind of wondered that as a kid, like, would I still, like, if that story was different, would I still have watched it if he wasn't stealing at Christmas? Yeah. You know? I mean, you think that. Yeah, okay. would he have become, like, buddies with Mare May Who, and he would have been just as vapid as everyone else sort of thing. Right. Which is interesting about the new one, too, because um, as much as I was upset that they didn't, you know, they didn't choose me in the cast. Right. Yeah, okay. I and Benedict Cumberbatch I was like, really? You're gonna pick that guy? Him? He's not even um, American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Um, but still, you know, I, I feel like in that story, they even gave him a little bit more, you know, like life of wanting to do some other things, and like yeah. he had this like better relationship with Max, like mm-hmm. entertaining and causing you know mischief. But at the same time, um, it, I like the levels of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. The more that you learn about it, the, uh, you know, just the more that you get a, a well-rounded perception. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know about you, David, since you know you've uh, you've grown up with this movie. Um, I didn't until recently. I think it, I was at work, probably eh, probably about eight or nine years ago. Um, we used to work at a sporting goods store. And before they got a TV in there at Christmas time, they would play Christmas music and just randomly out of the blue. So the, the, like the main song in here, Matt, I mentioned the soundtrack. I mean, yeah. I've, I've mentioned kind of several times, James Horner, um, does the score, which is great. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack has some, like some good songs and like bare naked ladies are on there. Yeah. Smash mouth. Um, hey. but kind of the, the famous song on yeah, there. We heard the smash mouth song the other day mm-hmm. and David's like smash mouth. <laughs> it's like, turn it off. It sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, but the famous it would have been song here if they actually played All Star. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boy. Mine is well be walking with the Grand Stand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. But uh the the like the main the title song on here is like Where Are You Christmas? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, Sandy Lou Who sings it, but then Faith Hill does like a pretty famous version of it that yeah. they play on the radio. And I remember being at work one time standing by the baseball pants and the song came on and for some reason i started getting choked up <laughs> and i almost like i'm leaking um but like it's i don't so much like i'm not gonna cry, i don't cry over it now like it it within the context of the movie it's powerful yeah and then also at the end of the movie you get james horner doing the instrumental to it and like there's a chorus going you know i found you christmas yeah. you know but it's very reminiscent of Mupp- muppet christmas carol to where like are you're you're familiar with muppet christmas carol um never seen it no yeah, yeah. Oh, okay <laughs> never I was seen say, good. he's never check seen it the movie. out yeah. um but La- mm-hmm. We talked about it last year, and there's an omitted song in a lot of Blu-ray and DVD releases oh, um, yeah, called yeah. The, the Love is Gone between Scrooge and Belle. Um, yeah. They play that, and then at the end, it helps with you know, putting into better mm-hmm. context the love we found, which makes yeah. a much more emotional impact. To me, it just makes sense, you know, where are you Christmas, and then I, I found you Christmas. Christmas. So I don't know. It's, it's just it's a nice ending to yeah. the movie because wow. there's resolved issues of people finding the true meaning of Christmas. 
strangely, sometimes in our, uh, in our again, I'm throwing out the blockbuster word. Yeah. You know, in our editing, like of you know of these big movies, these holiday movies, sometimes, um, you know, if we lose all the substance or change change it too much from what it was supposed to be, you know, in order to make it um, more watchable via time, whatever whatever the yeah. issue is. Yeah, I think sometimes you kind of lack it. Um, or you're, you're, you miss out on something yeah. that, you know, you would have wanted to be reminded of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's like that with all of the, like, of, of the great movies. I, unfortunately, would show my nerdier side and say Lord of the Rings. I would always watch them in the extended editions because I'm like, ah, I want that full picture. Yeah, you know? right. So it's like with the great movies that really, you know, whether you watch them once a year, um, you know, wh- whatever it is, it's like, kind of wish that you could just get the extended you, you could get the mm-hmm. you know the full picture of what the director was yeah. wanting to portray mm-hmm. exactly not just the edited yeah like because i will say every like whether whether it's whether it's the grinch whether it's uh elf because mm-hmm. that's another yeah. fantastic christmas movie it's a fun it's like, one yeah how yeah how many of those have you actually gone through and watched the deleted scenes because i have on right. each one of those <laughs> like you know like yeah. on the disc i'm like yeah i want to see what mm. else they were thinking yeah. right uh you know because they're they're just you know they're the great timeless ones that that you carry with you you have you know um like your attachments to them mm-hmm. and yeah yeah you want you like them enough to want to watch them every yeah. every year and remember what it was telling you so exactly yeah, for have, sure have you ever watched the grinch like when they play it on tv yeah so you notice that they play like the full they play it's, like the extended it's like, like version they, yeah they put in all like the extra scenes and stuff like that i remember one time i caught of course you do look at who we're talking to. yes yeah. of course you've watched it in all its forms <laughs> Yeah, I think I had it. I, I think I had it on VHS when I was taping it on like ABC. Yeah, I like taped over like my brother's baseball game or something. <laughs> Get that in there. They lost. What does it matter? <laughs> I'm trying to watch American Gladiators, and you you taped over it with the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, more likely it was on like Gilmore Girls that I taped over. I was like, uh, aha, I gotcha. That's yeah. our. Hey, that's okay. Our funny enough, our mom taped so many episodes of Gilmore Girls on yeah. VHS and oftentimes she would tape over episodes of The Office so we're like that's not cool <laughs> <laughs> but uh I don't I mean it's I, I love The Grinch it's great I mean as do you guys to me much like last week when we did Jingle All The Way I think it's a snapshot oh, what's up fantastic maybe oh fantastic, it is it, it is it, it is a great movie yeah. go listen to our episode from last week because I mean, sure, we riffed on it, but also we said stuff that oh, we liked great. about it. Yeah. It's just like Jingle All the Way. Another example of improvised lines and small ones in there, mm-hmm. like blink if you miss it type yeah. stuff. Like The Grinch has those too. Mm-hmm. Um, but The Grinch is a snapshot for me. Sure, like the, like the year 2000 wasn't this like surrealistic view of a town inside a snowflake right. like in The Grinch. But I much like you guys, I remember being, you know, nine years old when that came out. Yeah. I remember being in elementary school. I remember where I was, like when I watched it, I remember watching stuff about it. I remember just like, just loving it from an early age. And I yeah. think that's the snapshot for me mm-hmm. of, uh, of the early two thousands. Yep. Um, so 
Dave. I used to have a Grinch poster in my room. Nice. Um, and it was like of the actual, you know, of the picture. Yeah. It just had with the with the hat on and everything. It was like um, the same one you'd find on the DVD. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But I had it like behind my door, and I just kept it on there for years. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just always there. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, great. I live some kids. Yeah. Cheer up, pal. It's Christmas. Cheer up, pal. It's Christmas. Christmas. That is a good spot to uh, to round out this episode. David, thank you so thank much you. for yeah. being on and contributing to the discussion. You did you did a great job there, pal. Well, I interrupted you a lot, but um, appreciate yeah. you guys thinking of me and uh, and all. Yeah, both the greens and cheers, 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 you, we we did not. I didn't feel interrupted. No, I valued no. your input. I'm I, glad you I'm jumped just, in. I hope I don't listen back and say, "Man, we talked over David a lot." Yeah. Maybe if you guys just shut up for a second and let me quote yeah. maybe in twenty minutes, like I said I would. Yeah, you're right. Be like, all right, I guess I don't have to work or don't don't have to watch that this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I I wouldn't have to worry about interrupting you if you just would let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, thank you, thank David. you for coming yeah. on, David. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry I know Christmas. we see you every day, but it's good yeah. to just sit down one on one and just talk to you about a movie that we all love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tis the season. Tis the yeah, season. Yeah, it really, it really is a powerful one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, as much as as much as it's silly and stinky and clammy, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's from warm. the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, warm. yeah, yeah. I mean, really, like it it covers some some big things. I mean. Even think about the feast, which we didn't talk about. Yeah. The feast at the end, where it's like everybody is invited to his place. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a story of acceptance. It's a story of like materialism, looking away from it. Yeah. Like, you know, loving people that are different than you. So it's a good story. It is. It is. It's great. And this, uh, this was a blast. Yeah. Um, I love. No matter where you fall on the Grinch, um, I mean. You, you have your opinion. You think what you think. Uh, sure. We love it. Feel free to feel however you want about it. But we love it here on this show. Again, I know we've said it like twice before, but again, David, thank yeah, you yeah. so much for being on. Yep. Hey, appreciate it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yes. Uh, so thank you again for listening, everybody. Um, we have a couple more, a few more episodes until we kind of put the Radcast on hiatus. But we still got a long way to go because we're coming up on more Christmas and then Jean-Claude January. We've got some new guests on there. Um, but until then, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, because why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.